An outbreak in a Los Angeles hospital of a rare pathogen has been linked to the use of the antibiotic colistin in that hospital. This rare pathogen was Elizabeth Kingia meningoseptica, or EM, and after the outbreak in 2006, staff from the County of Los Angeles Department of Public Health went rapidly to the scene to try and find out what had caused it. They found the biggest predictor of the presence of the bacterium was the use of colistin, and therefore perhaps colistin was able to select for drug-resistant EM. Ramon Guevara, who presented this study at ICAC, feels this case has lessons for infection control in general. And he firstly told me more about the outbreak. We first had eight cases reported to us, to the public health department, and then the next week we had four cases reported to us. So that was, that was pretty huge because the, the daily uh, census for the hospital was 30 to 40 patients. So uh, as soon as uh, we got that second report, we were on site uh, conduct setting up surveillance for any more cases. And what were you looking for? We were looking for anything unusual, but until, particularly with the water, because this is a waterborne disease, we were looking at medical devices, medical procedures involving water, maybe um, something in the tubings, in intubation. Okay, and um, you looked obviously, as you say, at many different things, but what, what did you find that was associated with uh, the, the presence of this pathogen? Well, this was the, the weird finding that Almost all our cases had uh, colistin, and colistin is, a, is like a wonder drug recently. It's, it's used to treat gram-negative bacterial infections, which are huge in the hospital. So when you have gram-negative uh, bacterial infections, doctors will say, well, how many infections have you had in the past? Or maybe they'll just go right to colistin. Um, it depends on what their protocols are. But th when we found that this was associated with colistin, we wondered, is the bacteria in the ingredients of the drug, or is it somehow in the, uh, the administration of the drug? Uh, we never really found out where it was, except the statistics showed that the colistin was the one that was positively associated with becoming a case. And can you give us an idea of the numbers as well? How much more likely was it that someone would have this if they had had colistin? Well, the odds ratio was 27.7, I believe. So that means uh, you're, if you had colistin, your risk of getting EM or Elizabeth Kingia meningoseptica would be 27.7 times greater. And I mean, that sounds very, very large, basically. So, I mean, what kind of implications should this have for the use of colistin, firstly? Well, colistin, I wouldn't say it's a bad drug. Definitely not. It's still a useful drug, very useful drug. The only thing is we need to include in our recommendations for judicious antimicrobial use to monitor new therapies like colistin or newer therapies so that we find, when we find out that the environment of bacteria or whatever, of multidrug resistant bacteria in the hospital are becoming resistant to colistin, we can change our strategy to say, okay, maybe we can add another therapy with the colistin to keep the effectiveness of our treatment. Does this point to a wider issue, actually? Because, as you mentioned, you were saying that there are, you know, new antimicrobials out there and perhaps we're not testing for them. Is that the case? Well, no, there's not really new antimicrobials. The, the, the funny thing, in fact, is that colistin is really a really old drug and um, they had, it's kind of like a grandfather drug before uh, today's testing status for drugs were even used by the FDA. So what they did is they went back and they found colistin is actually successful against today's drugs. And the problem with um, antimicrobials today is hard. It takes a long time to find effective ones that are safe for our patients. And it takes years and years, but the resistance develops in much less time than our discovery of new, new drugs. So what do you think finally is the key message coming out of your study? It's to monitor resistance in, in, our, in our hospital populations 
so we know when our drugs like Calistin are becoming less effective and when we can adjust our strategies. Ramon Guevara of the Los Angeles County Department of Public Health. For the Audio Journal of Medicine, I'm Derek Thorne.